0: Can come and go, leave you feeling low instead of a coming, in, a coming, in, a coming, in, coming, in, coming in for me, girl. but there you are. This is Sex and Waffles, an American horror story that's whore with a W, brought to you live by Waffle Press Studios. Let me follow your Lord's song. Babe, if I tonight, tonight. Hello Brunch Club and welcome to another episode of Sex and Waffles. I'm your girl Joy and I have very exciting news. I'm recording this on Sex and Waffles, birthday. So I am super excited. This would be the birthday of the podcast. July 15th. She was born last year. I baked a homemade pie and I started a podcast. Um, she was started from my little farmhouse studio. And you know, even though we took a couple months off, I'm still celebrating the year anniversary. I'm also totally a person like... <laughs> If I date someone and we, like, get back together, I'd totally be like, no, this is our anniversary. We started dating here. We just, like, took an intermission. But this is the original date. But I also have not gotten back together with any of my exes. So I've never really, like, ran into that bridge, that step in the road, um... Yeah, I don't plan on getting back together with any of them either. I mean, Elias' life throws me some real curveballs, but you know what? It's 2020. You never know, like, what's going to come into your life, who's going to come back into your life, who's going to show face back in your life, and you're just like, you're not like waiting for it, but you just know, you just know that somewhere, somewhere down the line, someone from your past is going to show up again, and you're just going to be like, oh hi, I don't want to date you, but, um, okay. Also, I think men have this like innate ability that when you are like happy and moved on in your life, like they always reach out. Like they always do. They're always like, I miss you. I want to see you. Oh my God. Like, what are you up to? Where are you? And you're just kind of like, what? Like my ex had actually texted me like, where are you? And I was like, Connecticut where I moved, when we broke up. Honestly, sometimes I just wonder about when people, back in the day when people had pay phones and they're like, a guy wanted to like, you know, slide back into your life. Did he? Or did he not? Did he send you a page and then like call you on a payphone? I mean, how did that work? How did back in the day, people get back together with their exes? Did they not? Did they not break up? Really curious about this topic. And you know, if anyone has a mom, a dad who dated in these times and was broken up with and got back together, yeah, just let me know. Cause like obviously I know my parents like dated and stuff, but you know, they've never gone into details about breakups and people coming back into their lives. Did they show up at their house? I mean I feel like that's how every 80s movie was. They didn't have text messages, so the people had to like physically show up at their houses you know what honestly that's how i feel like if you want to see me come to my house i'm not gonna put in the effort to come see you come on like (laughs) this is 2020 we already can't leave our houses i mean we can now that the world's like kind of reopened but like america still can't go anywhere because we like kind of done fucked up and nobody wants to play with us anymore i'm shocked but, you know, I think if an ex really wants you back, they got to come to your house. If they are like, oh, my God, I can't live without you. I need you in my life. I want to talk to you. I need closure. All right. Fucking show up with fucking nuggets. Like, what? Like, wh- who do you think us women are? If you just text us and you're like, I miss you. Like, you just expect us to come, like, running back to you. No. But buy us food. Oh, that's my whole thing. Like, buy us food. I don't even care if you don't want us back. Just buy us food anyways. You probably owe it to us. (laughs) Everyone owes me food in my life, to be honest. Like, I think that's the solution for literally everything. Honestly, if I'm fighting, food. If I'm sad, food. Is that a problem? No. I don't binge eat. I'm just really hungry all the time. And, you know, you gotta eat. You gotta be fed. You gotta be well-fed and well-bred. And I mean, I can talk about exes on a whole other episode, but that's how I feel. Like, you know what? You got to put in the work. This is like a job. This is a job interview. Every time I go on a date, that's a job interview. Do I want a full-time job or do I not want a full-time job? Do I want to accept the position? Do I not want to accept the position? You're always being scanned and analyzed. And as much as women are like, we don't judge. Yeah, we do. Our brains are just programmed to judge and analyze literally everything, literally every detail. So you know what? Shape up buttercups because all we really want in life is fucking food. So update on my life. I am finally all moved in in Connecticut. It has been quite the four months what happened was I moved out of my old house like pretty quickly so what happened in my life was I gave notice at my old work they were super fucking shitty and super unprofessional and well (laughs) shocker that's one of the reasons I wanted to leave but once I gave my notice it took like a turn for the fucking worst and I was like I need to get out now like I'm not finishing out my two weeks like fuck that And normally, that's not even my norm. I am very professional. Shocking, if you're listening to this podcast. But I'm very professional. I'm very big on being professional. I'm big on not burning bridges. All that jazz. But they were so fucking rude. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I don't deserve this. I don't deserve to be treated like this. So I just, like, fucking dipped out. My family moved me out while I was literally visiting my ex and then like I never went back to work Uh, because you know I've always been taught treat people with the same respect you've been treated with I don't practice that always normally I rise above and I I treat people with more respect than they deserve but you know what if (laughs) fuck it we're too young to be treated so poorly you know what that's why I fucking left And so they moved me out. I had to like move all my stuff into my into a storage unit. And then I moved to Connecticut like a couple days later to start a job up here. It was supposed to be temporary. So then after, you know, a couple months, I was like, I'm not. Like the world is shut down. I'm not leaving. Everything is like up in arms right now. I'm very happy right now. Not gonna leave, but all my stuff was still in Virginia. I came up here with like I don't know three crop tops and a couple pairs of overalls. Literally, not how you travel, but I finally was able to go back to Virginia and get the rest of my stuff, which has been. Ugh amazing so I can finally decorate my apartment if anyone has any tips on decorating or anything send them my way because I'm very excited it is probably the first apartment I have been genuinely excited to decorate and like I love having a place that looks good but I'm not always good at like decorating so it frustrates me but I'm very excited and while I was moving I was going through like all my old stuff You know, you like get into a box of shit and then you just start going through all these pictures. You go down memory lane and like things are so fun. But I found all these like printed out nudes. This sounds like it's a podcast from like 1975. Printed nudes? What was this? A Polaroid? Basically, so that I remembered last year, I had to send my nudes via snail mail. So I would print them out at CVS and then I would send them overseas because... I'm amazing. And who doesn't want a nice little gift in their mailbox of a naked girl? Everyone. That's, you know, that's genius. I went in this one time to like print my nudes. and I would always print them at the kiosk so that no one was subjected to looking at my nudes. But this one day, the kiosk was totally broken. And then they had to look at the other kiosk behind like the desk and be like, oh, are these your photos? And it was literally just straight nudies of me, like a tit here. I think that was actually the time I was wearing like overalls and like one tit was popped out. Honestly, one of the best photos I've ever taken. And I framed it. I don't know where it is but the guy behind the counter was just like uh are these your photos and then there was this sweet Indian woman I only say her race because Indian women are way more in touch with their sexuality than white women are she was like a mom like she was a mom age you know she has kids and she's just like oh my gosh she needs her photos we need to get her photos printed and she's like yelling at this other guy that I need my nudes. And the other guy like can barely talk. He's like, "Uh, I'm pretty sure he was like probably 17 working at CVS, you know. Didn't expect to see tits during his time, but you know what? That's a good day. You get to see a pair of tits for free at work. And I'm just kind of standing there and I was like, "Yeah, I mean like I need them. Sure, like when can you have them?" And they're like, "10 minutes. Just give us 10 minutes." That is what you got to do. Print out your nudes at CVS guys. I also did that for like, seven months. I printed out nudes at CVS and sent them overseas, and I actually sent a couple in a package. Um, A lot of my packages got returned because I didn't know that sending dildos to the U.S. military was illegal, but apparently it is, and I'm just like, oh, I thought it was a funny joke. Apparently, you really shouldn't fuck around with, like, sending things in the mail to the military. I wasn't aware of this. I I just thought, you know, it's a rubber dildo. Like, what are people going to do with it? Use it? I mean, they might need it. <laughs> I, They probably should be able to have pocket pussies and stuff in the military. Maybe they wouldn't, you know, rape people. But... <laughs> I digress about rape and the military. So I sent these dildos, and they're totally illegal. And then I had a bottle; it was like an empty bottle of uh climax moonshine, and I made this like whole joke about it. And the end of the package was like the finish, the climax, and it was like a very sexual package. So it was really funny though. But I had all these like nude pictures in it. And then like when I got the box back five months later, I could tell it had been opened. And I looked inside it and went through everything. And I was literally missing a pair of underwear and one of my nude photos. All I'm saying is that my underwear got confiscated by the government. And someone in the government has seen my tits. So you know what? What else is there if someone out there has seen your tits that you don't know? And someone stranger, some stranger has stolen your panties. Wow. Incredible amazing that's it's just amazing to think about that some stranger out there has a pair of my panties it's so fucking weird but also there's so many guys that have stolen my panties when I've hooked up with them that I honestly I find it truly insulting panties are really expensive if you've ever been to Victoria's Secret if you've ever bought your girlfriend stuff from Victoria's Secret you know panties are not cheap and here we are, having all these panty stealers going all willy nilly stealing girls' panties so they can get a fucking sniff later and show it to their friends. I am insulted. <laughs> I know a pair of panties of mine that has been stolen and thrown away, and I was thoroughly insulted when I found out this fact because I was like, that was a $10 pair of panties, okay? Like, maybe. Can you just order some panties online to sniff? I'm just, can you pay for that? Because I paid for those. And I'll be looking for them and I just can never find them. And then I remember, oh yeah, some douche waffle that I slept with decided to take those as his pride and joy. But you know what? I'm going to start doing taking your fucking boxers when I sleep with you. I'm just going to take a little shred of them because you know who had the trophy that night? Me. I made you come, motherfucker. You didn't make me come. You don't deserve to get my panties, keep them, and steal them. You don't get to have that conquest because I conquested you call me Christopher Columbus okay maybe not anymore maybe I don't want to be called Christopher Columbus but you you get the point I discovered that land I conquered it just kidding maybe call me like Russia on the moon or something because that sounds like a better thing to conquer than Christopher Columbus conquering America apparently we're not supposed to be proud of that anymore I'm not really proud. Um, he's an old white dude who, yeah, discovered America, but also like enslaved a lot of indigenous people and killed him with smallpox blankets. That's fine. And if you don't believe in racist undertones, that's cool too. But you should. You should really remember. Remember where we started. Remember who you are, Simba. I also recently put in my air conditioner unit. I've really been living in the heat these days and I finally put it in. Uh, Quarantine Dick helped me out with that, and I realized on the list of, like, ghetto things that I do, um, I have this habit of when... (laughs) my remotes run out of battery juice. I'll just take it from my vibrators. I did this all last year. I would switch from my vibrators to my remote, from my remote to my vibrators. And the other day I was setting up something on my Amazon TV. Quarantine Dick was helping me out. And then like the batteries weren't working. I was like, oh, just hold on a second. And he goes, do not go get the batteries out of your vibrator. He didn't even know that I did this, but he knew that's what I was going to do. And I was like, damn, son. You knew that I was going to go take those batteries out of my vibrator. Who the fuck just has AAA batteries lying around? I only use them for vibrators. And for some reason in the vibrators, they those batteries go really quickly. I don't know what it is. I mean, I have rechargeable ones too, but the ones that aren't rechargeable, those batteries... <laughs> They die pretty quickly, and then they always die, like, right before climax, like, right before, like, the second before, and they just, like, cut out. It's happened so many times in my life that I honestly sometimes wonder, like, oh, is someone cursing me, or maybe I should stop using them for my remotes and just use them for their vibratory purposes, and maybe then they wouldn't die so fast. I'm just curious about why they all die so quickly. It's really upsetting. I was also just like, how did you know I was going to get the batteries out of my vibrator? Also, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with just shoveling the responsibility around from one power source to another? I wasn't using it at the moment, and my rechargeable one was charged. That's like the backup vibrator. It's actually named LeBron, so you know what? He should probably be the starter, but he's the backup. He's the backup to the magic wand. No one beats that little one, but... Also, LeBron was number one for a really long time in my life. And yes, I do have a vibrator named LeBron. Whatever, judge me, okay? He's top quality, top notch, always gets the job done. I want him on my team every time. He's always allowed on my team of dildos. I promised you guys this week we would talk about pity fucking. And I know you're like, oh my God, I don't pity fuck. I've never pity fucked. I would never pity fuck. Okay, shut the fuck up. We've all pity fucked. Okay, that's my theory at least. I think that everyone has pity fucked someone. Or maybe that's just me. Maybe I've just like pity fucked a couple people here and there. And I assume that everyone is like me. But here's the thing about pity fucking. I don't think it's that bad. I truly feel like it's like a charitable act. Everybody gets laid, everybody has a good time, everybody. You know what? Typically in pity fucks, everybody gets off, and everybody. You know what? That person's probably happier for like another year. You're you got a hard dick, or like a nice place to put your dick, and you know what? I think that pity fucks are really generous thing and like when was the last time you did a fucking charitable act karen i'm sorry but pity fucks help everybody out pity fucks are a ripple effect into the entire universe you see maybe you pity fuck someone because you're like oh my god all his friends are getting laid and i feel bad for him or like Looks that no one slept with him in a while. I'll go fuck him. I don't actually know the process of how people pity fuck. I just know how I pity fuck. And the couple times that it's happened, like, someone... Like, one time a guy's friends were, like, really being mean to him. And then, like, another guy, like, stole the girl that he had been dancing with. And, like, I slid in there and was like, you know what? I'm gonna pity fuck this kid. Okay. Not kid. He was over the age of 18. I was older, though. So in my head... It was a little bit of a pity fuck. I felt bad for him. And I was like, your friends are so mean. And I was proving to them that he could get someone. And you know what? That boosts his confidence. Then he goes out into the world. He's nicer to the people who are around him. Then he's like, oh my god, I can get laid. Then he goes out into the world. And he's like, wow, what a great thing. I got pity fucked. And now I'm a better person because of it. I think that pity fucks are the cure to our shitty society sometimes. Maybe if we pity fucked people a little more, more things would get done in our society. Maybe if we were able to just lay down for somebody else and give a little sacrifice. You know, maybe that sacrifice could go a long way. You can't write it off on your taxes. You can't donate it to Goodwill. But you can give back to society through pity fucks. Is that weird? No. No. Am I telling you you have to pity fuck? No, I'm just saying at the end of the day, honestly, like a pity fuck could end up being like a great experience because like you're both there to get laid. I mean, like maybe you're not. If you're pity, like if you're pity fucking and you're not trying to get fuck, like that's just like weird. If you're like, I'm not really in the mood, but I'll pity fuck you. Normally I've been like horny and I've just been like, you know what? That'll do. Like that'll do, pig. That'll do. And. It's worked out really well. So I think if you're opposed to pity fucking and you're just like, oh my god, I would never do that. Just remember that you could give a generous donation to the ASPCA through pity fucking because men are dogs and wild animals and that's all I have for you guys so I hope you guys have a great week stay safe uh wear a fucking mask please wear condoms too because the same people who aren't wearing masks are also wearing condoms and oh yeah condoms are gonna be real good now that uh birth control can be withheld from health insurance so that's fine and dandy but you can follow me on instagram at the real sex and waffles i'm joy nystrom moss hosanna joy and you can email me at the real sex and waffles at gmail.com my blog is the real and waffles.com and that is all i have for you guys this week stay hard